You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 80. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm going to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through those urges to binge, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're one of my regular listeners, welcome back. I am always thrilled that you're here. Today, we're going to talk about weekends. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. We're going to dive right in. Now, the title of today's podcast for you is Weekend Weight Loss or Weekend Weight Gain. And here's what we're going to cover, because this is an issue that I've noticed coming up in my own life as a pattern, and I decided to explore it for myself and share with you what I've learned. So here is what we will cover today. What's typical for you in the way that you eat, think, and take care of yourself on the weekdays versus the weekends, and why it's different, and what we think and why we treat them differently? I'm going to talk a little bit about the trap of treating yourself with food on the weekend and what happens when your weekend creates the practice of marching in place, getting nowhere, how to keep making progress even on the weekends, and how to create a big picture plan of eating, thinking, and self-care that's more for the whole week. So let's dive right in and let's cover these subjects because I want to help you just as I've been able to help myself. Let's look at what's typical for you right now. Most of my clients tend to have a few good days in a row, and these days usually happen to be Monday through Thursday. And then Friday through Sunday leans more in the category of what I would consider free-for-all or eating with abandon. No guidelines at all, just very, very relaxed standards. Now, since a week has seven days, if you eat this way, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not much. It's almost like 50% on, 50% off. Instead of being a way of life, you look at it more as being good on certain days and being bad on others. And you know I don't believe in that good or bad demarcation. But what happens then is that you make progress and then you go back to where you were. It's really demoralizing on Monday to get on that scale and see any progress that you made the previous week gone. And I'm sure you know how that feels. So why do you tend to think of the weekdays and the weekends differently? Well, maybe you associate weekdays with productivity, how much you need to get done, and all the different obligations that you have to different areas of your life, different people of your life. On the weekdays, we tend to be on a more narrow path. We do what we need to be doing. But remember that during the weekdays, even on the weekdays, if you're forcing yourself to be on that straight and narrow path without managing yourself, you're using willpower and then you usually crash. And what happens then is if we're holding on by a thread and trying to be tough, trying to be strong Monday through Thursday, when we crash, we usually crash on the weekend. And then we erase the progress that we've made so far. You may, like many, many people, tend to think of the weekend as fun time. And it is time to relax, but 
Relaxing may mean to you relaxing your standards, relaxing your promises to yourself. What that translates to is putting your goals and your dreams aside for the weekend. But what is truly different on the weekend? What's the reality of what's different? Well, maybe your schedule is different. Maybe the hours that you need to be awake and productive are different. Maybe your sleeping hours are different. Maybe your responsibilities are different. We know the weekdays and the weekends are different, but we tend to unthinkingly treat the way that we eat in each part of the week very differently. And this is not necessarily a good thing because we're in the trap of treating ourselves with food on the weekend. Many of you are, and I always did that. And when I say treating myself or treating yourself, what I mean is relaxing your standards. It's a phrase that's used a lot in my house, in my family, when somebody says, oh, go ahead, just treat yourself. And by that, they mean, oh, just go ahead and say yes. Eat what you want. Drink what you want. You don't have to say no. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. That phrase implies that all bets are off. All guidelines are off. And it becomes that free for all. Now, the trap is that you think you're treating yourself, but actually you're not. You're harming yourself. Because remember our definition of a treat. A treat is something you give yourself that feels really good when you anticipate it and think about it. It feels really good when you're doing it, and it feels really good after. And when you treat yourself with the action of eating with abandon on the weekend, you do not feel good afterwards. You're left with frustration and self-hatred. Instead of relaxing some life rules on the weekend, what may be happening is that you may tend to relax all eating guidelines, taking your eating back to the old whatever, and then your results on Monday are back to where you started. This is black and white thinking, and there's no middle ground here. Now, the big trap of this, this way of living and this way of thinking, is that you're reinforcing a habit of being on and off, of making conscious choices and being very awake, alternating it with living by habit without thinking, and alternating eating really well with eating more than your body needs. This is the opposite of what you truly want. So what is the result? What happens if you're one of these people who have weekend rituals that are always having no standards or very low standards for yourself? What happens is you're treading water, or you could think of it as you're treading weight. You make no progress. When you make no progress, you feel demoralized. You lose your motivation. You're creating perpetual frustration. And then you're going to begin to think something like this. I just can't do this. Something's wrong with me. Or nothing I try works. I'll bet you've said at least one of those things to yourself. Now, these are all generalizations. All that's truly wrong is that you're spending almost as much time on your old overeating habits as you did during the week on your new gentle guidelines. And then they cancel each other out. So your eating habits remain the same. Your weight remains the same and your frustration remains the same or even increases. 
So how do you keep making progress even on the weekends? I'm speaking as if you're on a typical schedule of working Monday through Friday. So if you're not, just reverse it or mentally fill in the way that your life truly is. But the weekend should be a flow of still following your own self-care guidelines with even more self-care thrown in. So what does this really look like? What would it translate to? Well, maybe you're sleeping later. Maybe you're not having to set the alarm clock. Maybe you're doing more fun things that you don't typically have time for during the week. Perhaps you'll connect more with family or friends, or maybe you'll practice self-care more, taking care of your mind and your body. Or you'll maybe take a class like yoga or an exercise class or catch up on reading or thinking or planning or food prep. The weekend should be a time of regrouping and rest if possible, or at least some restorative activities so that your coming week feels great. But notice, nowhere am I advising you to trash all your eating guidelines and go off the grid with your eating. It is not a treat if it doesn't give you the results you want. And Monday morning weight gain and regret are not the results you want. Eating more food than your body needs is not self-love. It's not a treat. Sometimes saying no to yourself and practicing self-discipline is love. It is what you need and it actually feels wonderful. Structure feels really good when it's leading you toward what you want. Ask yourself what you're hungering for on the weekend, not just in the food arena, but in your whole life. What are you really wishing for during the week when you're busy and you're committed and you have all these obligations that you're fulfilling? Maybe you're on the phone all day and you wish you didn't have to speak to anyone. Are you hungering for peace and quiet? Are you hungering to be more active? Maybe you're sitting at a desk all day and you look forward to the weekend to actually moving. Maybe you're hungering for alone time or more time with the people that you don't get a chance to see. Maybe you're hungering for pampering time or getting organized and getting ready for the next week. Remember that extra food doesn't make you happy. It's a substance going into your body. It fills you up beyond what your body needs. And if you've been listening for a while, you know that what really makes us happy are our thoughts. If we think something that creates the emotion of happiness, that's something that we can give ourselves Monday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday. So it's not dependent on the day of the week. If you have thoughts about what you do Monday through Friday that are creating unhappiness for you, then instead of looking at changing your job, changing your life, or running away to go live on an island, which is not possible for most of us, look at what you're thinking that's creating the feeling of pain during the week that causes you to maybe go to the other extreme on the weekend. Just think about it. Let's take a look at how to create a big picture plan of eating and thinking and self-care for the whole week. I want you to think of the week and the weekend as a nice, gentle flow of back and forth. Instead of the hard work is here and then there's an end and the fun is here, let's see if you might be able to think about it with more of a flow where you can incorporate work and play together in both. 
Remember our analogy, sometimes the road that you're on in life is straight and narrow, and sometimes it's wider and curvier. I want you to think of the weekdays as the more straight and narrow part of your week, more structured, maybe more obligations, maybe more time constraints, maybe your schedule is not determined by you. I want you to think of the weekend as the wider, curvier part of the road. But here's something important. You're never off the road. You're never saying whatever, not when it comes to you. This is your life. So your weekend is not off the road in the area of eating or any other area. It may be looser. It may be slower, and it may be however you decide to create it. But eating more than your body needs isn't a part of this plan. It is not a treat. I want you to think of your eating plan for Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday as your plan A. And you've heard, I'm sure, of plan A and then have a plan B for when plan A doesn't work. This is a little different. Think of your eating plan for the weekdays as plan A. And then instead of thinking of your weekend as plan B, I want you to think of it as plan A1, meaning it is still equally important as A and it's your goal. It's not instead of plan A, it's your goal for this different time period. You're still working towards your goals, but in a different way than during the week. So on the weekend, maybe you eat out more. Maybe you have more time to cook and to shop. Maybe you eat with friends and family more. Maybe you eat different foods, but you are still on your road. You are still on your journey. Now, you can add some food treats into your life, definitely, and they don't have to be only on the weekend. Remember that for something to qualify as a treat means that it's not an everyday or every meal thing. It's special. In fact, I want you to think of the word exception. It's an exception. So factor in some treats, some exceptions, but don't kid yourself about having exceptions every day or every meal, or they are no longer exceptions. They are the norm. And whatever the norm is for you gives you your results. Remember that the way you live and eat is what you do to keep getting the results you want. And the results you want are not just the number on the scale. It's how you feel physically and emotionally. Turning your back on yourself and what you truly need on the weekend by saying, oh, it's the weekend, I can do whatever I want. That is not self-care. It's not treating yourself. It's ignoring yourself actually and not being truthful about what you're doing because you're not being truthful and connecting the dots of if you do this, then you will get this result. Taking care of yourself is all about getting to the truth about what you really need and finding a way to give it to yourself. An extra food that is surplus to your body does not count as a treat. So how do you know if you're treating yourself too much or too little? There's one question, and that is, are you getting the results you want? If you're not, you might need to remind yourself of your guidelines, even on the weekend, and make that road a little more straight and a little more narrow. On the other hand, do you feel like you're living too rigidly, too structured a life? If you do, then maybe you need to relax your guidelines periodically. Now that's it for this subject for today's coaching sessions, weekends and how we create them and what results they give us. But here's what I'd like you to focus on in the coming week. 
I want you to look at your own pattern. How does your weekday behavior compare to what you do and how you eat and how you treat yourself on the weekend? Is it very black and white, very different, or is it similar with some gentle, subtle differences? That's what we're going for. Think about your next weekend coming up and consciously plan what you want to happen, how you want it to go down. Write it out and visualize it. When you come up against those patterns that are going to urge you to keep doing what you've always done, you will begin to remember that you're going to do things differently now and experiment. Remember that the weekend is still a part of the big picture of your life. It counts. It all adds up. So I want you to more consciously choose how your weekends will go. You know what you're going to think about and focus on for this week. I want to thank you again for being here in this coaching session and making this a part of your day. I'm really amazed and thrilled and proud that we're up to session number 80, episode 80, with many more to come. Check the show notes, if you will, because there's a lot of things that are now available to you that I'm in the process of creating. Some of them are ready. Some of them are in the works. And remember, you can always grab a free copy of my book. It's on Amazon if you want a hardcover, but if you want to download it, it's free right here for you because I appreciate you. I do hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on both that emotional eating and the binge eating step by step until they both become something that you used to do because we both know that is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you, and I will see you next week.